Hello everyone, welcome to Tiff Totally, Tiffany Leonard here, and I know it has been a couple months, um, but I'm just, it's been, it's been quite a couple months to say the least, you know, it's, it's been very busy, and you know, then the holidays were around, and still dealing with some health issues, so, to say the least, I've been dealing with a lot, but trying to get everything together here so we can continue the podcast and, you know, discuss a lot of fun topics. And, you know, I just want to, I just hope that everybody knows that I'm not trying to abandon y'all. It's just that it's, it's been a time and I'm, I'm just a lot busier now, you know, now that, you know, I've been with my boyfriend about a year now, and so things have, it, my life is busier, you know, I've never known my life to be this way, you know, when I first started this podcast, it's going to be three years uh, in May, you know, it was the times of COVID, and I, I just never thought my life would go anywhere, not even just because of COVID, but because I just, I never pictured having my, uh, this type of life. I, I always thought I was just going to be, you know, alone and just me and the cats and forever struggling and not having like a sense of purpose. And I, in, in three years, I, I never would have expected my life to be the way that it is. You know, it sucks that I have to deal with a lot of these health issues, but, you know, hopefully I can get them figured out. But regardless of that, you know, I'm just so thankful to where, you know, my my life has led me. You know, my, my boyfriend is so wonderful. The cats are doing wonderful. They're fat and happy. Um, we're going to be moving in together in, within the next couple weeks. Um, we have another vacation planned. Um, so just so much exciting things that I'm looking forward to. But I'm just hoping through it all, I feel good. Um, it's still a lot of just gastrointestinal issues. So my IBS just some days really just gets to me really bad. And I'm thinking, and a lot of people have been telling me as well, that it could be food allergies. So, yeah, I could be lactose intolerant, but it could be because I'm allergic to certain dairy things. Um, I know fruit is like the biggest thing that will uh, trigger my IBS. I can't even tolerate eating like one grape. Um if I do, I, I just, I'm having stomach issues. So, um, I never really thought that food allergies, you don't necessarily have to like break out in hives or a rash. It could cause a lot of stomach issues. Um, and so I am probably going to see if I can get referred to an allergist, um, for that type of thing. I, I definitely know fruit is the biggest one. Um, some dairy products um, and coffee has now been one. I've is Starting in the new year, I had to give up coffee because I've just started getting a really bad sensitivity to it. 
and I miss it a lot and so I'm hoping that that's not the issue and um, probably just maybe seeing an allergist and then a gastroenterologist um, you know can help me get some of these issues figured out but I did start taking a probiotic and the probiotic has been very helpful um, so you know, that's been making a little bit of a difference. So I'm just hoping to finally get these health issues figured out because I've been dealing with them for such a long time and I've never quite found the right things that, you know, really work for me. So I just want to find what works and hopefully get over it and hopefully it's nothing too serious. So yeah, so aside from all that, you know, it just, it makes me feel very lethargic most days. Um, there's just a lot of days where I feel like I, I have like no energy to do anything. So I, you know, I really just, I'm tired a lot. Um, so I do, I, I try to not take naps because I already don't sleep the way it is, right? I have insomnia pretty bad. So, you know, I take medication for that every night. But even still, if I sleep during the day, I still have just that much more problems trying to sleep at night. So I try not to nap, but sometimes it's just it's so difficult to stay awake that you know I have to or you know there's nothing wrong with just kind of relaxing and laying down and watching tv you know there's really nothing wrong with that at all so you know it, it's self-care and if you need to do it and you need to give yourself that break you know we're all like entitled to do that like as much as we need to so I never really look at that as technically a bad thing, but it just sometimes, then it just kind of, I don't want to say it puts a damper on my day, but it's just like that much more less motivating to do things. So that's why I try to, you know, avoid taking naps as much as I can. Um... But other than that, you know, I'm kind of excited for our next vacation that we have planned. So, and uh, if anybody has any suggestions on like restaurants or we kind of have planned what we want to see for the uh for the most part, but um if you have any suggestions for like restaurants or maybe some like towns that we should drive through, um I would love it. So, for the first day that we're heading out, we're going into Kansas City, Missouri. So if anybody knows of any good Kansas City barbecue joints, um, because we definitely want to get some Kansas City barbecue. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to make it through to St. Louis to see the Gateway Arch. It's a little bit out of our way to where we're heading. But um, definitely want to hit up some good St. Louis or uh, Kansas City barbecue, rather. So, any suggestions on any barbecue joints within the Kansas City area? Um, send them my way if you know of anything that is good. Um, I was probably thinking of trying to watch a couple of Guy Fieri's um, diners, drive-ins, and dives, and maybe I could get some inspo off of that, because um, I know Kansas City, uh, if he does a lot of barbecue places, I'm sure that's one of the big ones, so 
yeah um any suggestions for that um we'd love to hear it um and then from there we are going into i can't quite remember the town um, but we're going into Kansas because, uh, first of all, I just kind of want to see Kansas, as crazy as that may seem. But I also want to go to the Oz Museum. And so, um, yeah, I, I can't remember the town uh, in Kansas that the Oz Museum is in. But I'm really excited for the Oz Museum. I'm a huge Wizard of Oz fan. I absolutely love it. It's my all-time favorite movie. I watch it at least once or twice a year. Um, in eighth grade, I was a munchkin in our school play of The Wizard of Oz. Um, I love, you know, I love the soundtrack. I have a pair of ruby slippers as an ornament. Um, I have a homemade, my sister a couple years ago bought me a homemade, somebody made like a chair of... It's just, it's like, it's Wizard of Oz, um, like, kind of little things on it. And somebody just decorated this whole chair of it being somewhere over the rainbow with the yellow brick road and the characters. And so I have that. And so I just, I absolutely love that movie. I love everything about it. I'm just, I'm like, I'm a crazy wild fan of the Wizard of Oz. And so going to the Oz Museum is definitely, it's so exciting to me. So not sure that we're going to really have much time in Kansas for anything else. Um, we're driving through, again, I don't remember the town, but there is like a little badlands of Kansas that we're also going to drive through. So that should be really interesting. Some of the pictures that we looked up looked really, really beautiful. Um, so that should be fun. Um, and then my boyfriend has a friend that lives in Denver, Colorado. So we're going to be spending a few days in Denver um, we didn't really plan what we're going to do there yet just because, like, you know, it depends what his friend wants to do. They might go out a day, like, do fishing or something. I don't know that I will join in on that. But, um, so, yeah, anything that's in Denver that is good, uh, we're not doing any skiing. I just, I don't have the body for that, and I don't really think that interests my boyfriend either to do any kind of skiing and it'll be late April by then so I don't you know I, I don't know what the weather is like in Denver in April but um so anything within Denver that you think might be cool um our big thing is we like to go to a lot of the national parks especially ones that are like drive-through because you know it from because my body you know I can't really walk a whole lot so do or do a lot of hiking so anything that you can like just drive through or do like short walking is good so um yeah we're still looking for things to do in Denver but that's like our biggest destination where we'll be spending a couple days and then on the way back we'll be going to Omaha Nebraska um everyone you know and it's funny, we were looking up like on the way back, like places to go. We were going to try and hit Yellowstone, but we thought that'd be too tiring. So probably our next trip is going to be Wyoming and Montana to hit Yellowstone. 
Um, but the funny thing is, is we were, we knew we may have to pass through Nebraska. So we were like looking up things to do in Nebraska. And it is so funny because the one site my boyfriend clicked on, it said, there's nothing to do here. It's nothing but cornfields. And I just thought that was really funny. And I kind of feel like it's the same thing people will tell you about Kansas, unless you like live there. Like everyone's like, oh, there's nothing to do in Kansas. There's nothing about it. It's just so boring. And I want to give those states the benefit of the doubt, you know. So um, Omaha looked like a pretty cool city. Um, Like we looked at some pictures of like downtown Omaha and it looked pretty interesting. So uh, we're just going to hit up Omaha and... um, find something to do maybe within downtown, find a good spot to eat. It looked like they may have had um, a couple of good restaurants over there. And then on our last stop on the way back before we head back to Wisconsin, we're going to the Quad Cities near Davenport, Iowa. And I think there were a couple of good like Indian restaurants that we had seen over there. So, um, We were wanting to do that, and I believe there was some kind of park um, that we had came across that we're probably going to try to hit up. And I don't remember what the quad cities are, like the names of the cities, but it's it's near Davenport, so it's really close to like northern Illinois coming back into Wisconsin. Um, So that'll be our last stop. So um, again, definitely we want some suggestions on some... Kansas City Barbecue, um, maybe uh, a place, a bite to eat in Kansas. Um, Any suggestions for things to do in Denver would be great. Um, Now, we only have like a night in Omaha and then the Quad Cities near Davenport. So, you know, anything, just really restaurants. Restaurants is like our biggest suggestion. We want to hit like we want to eat different things, things that we can't really eat in Wisconsin or, you know, maybe some local eateries. So any suggestions or anything, you know, that you think we might be able to pass through within those cities, um, please do let us know, you know, let me know uh, on Instagram, send me a message and I, I will be so interested in trying to look them up and see if we're able to, you know, do those things. Um, so, you know, we're leaving, um, in April. Um, so we're really excited for that. Um, and just that I, the fact that I even get to travel, like I've never gone on a vacation. I never had the opportunity to do that. So it, again, just, I say now at this point in my life, I maybe could hit all 50 states. And I think that would be a dream come true that I'm able to just, travel and kind of see the world it's something I always wanted to do that I never got to do and you know touching base on that I you know I've been telling my boyfriend a lot too like lately the past couple weeks my childhood has been weighing heavily 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 on my mind I I don't know why I I don't know if it's just because you know I I think of how good my life is now and I don't know if I'm just thinking why couldn't my life be this good when I was younger 
you know, I really don't know why I'm like sitting and dwelling on the past. And I know it's like I'm a big believer in like not dwelling on the past and trying not to think about those things. But for some reason, these things are just really sitting heavy on my mind. And it's to the point where I think like a lot of it, I just make myself sicker than I already am. There's some days where it's just I just feel it like these feelings are like rolling through my stomach and they're just kind of like sitting heavy on my chest and on my shoulders. And I can like, I can physically feel that. And, you know, I just, I think about how, you know, a, like last year I made that episode about, you know, easy bake ovens in a walk-in closet, you know, where my mom never let me play with my easy bake oven just because it was like made a mess or I didn't know what I was doing or I just feel like when people tell me I'm really smart and that I'm intelligent and I should give myself credit I feel I feel embarrassed and I shouldn't feel embarrassed but I feel embarrassed because I don't know I, I feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable because I've never, my mom never like told me, you know, like I was smart or I was good for anything or I, she just never encouraged me and made me feel good about myself. And so, you know, I guess when people tell me this now, I just, I feel so embarrassed and I, I don't know, I don't know how to perceive it properly. And there's just so many things I feel like that I don't know that I feel like I should know. And I definitely should, but I just was never taught those things. I mean, when it comes to cooking, I'm not much of a fan anyways, I'll be honest, that might sound kind of crazy. I just feel like cooking, it's it's too much work. Like, I just, I don't really particularly care for it. The small things that I can do. And I don't really know. I never really was taught how to cook, ever. I mean, I see, and I think I've talked about this a lot before. I, you see, like, these cooking shows for kids. And you see these, like, 8, 9, 10-year-olds that can cook up a whole meal and I wasn't even really allowed to warm up something in the microwave for myself like it's just so ridiculous that I I had to live like that and you know there and there's many things if you go back and listen to many episodes that I made within the last couple years uh you know I talk about it a lot and that's why I Part of why I do this podcast because, you know, I want people to understand why I'm the way I am. And a lot of it is, is because of my upbringing. And, you know, so much of it has just been on my mind a lot. Um, I know a big one recently that just like, and it's just these random little things that'll trigger these memories. Like, during the holidays, a lot of parents will post their kids going to their winter concerts. My mom never took me to my winter concerts because she was just lazy. She wanted to stay at home and sleep. 
And I never got to go to my winter concerts. Never. And it would, I don't remember how much of an effect on my grade like it ever had. Like back then, I don't know. But I just, I never got to do that stuff. There'd be times where, like, in choir, I would get solos and I would have to be like, no, I, I can't, I can't do this because my mom is not going to bring me. She would never want to do anything for me, like, ever. I just would be, I would be kept to myself a lot, you know, um, just this past weekend, I was watching OP Live, which, you know, used to be Live PD. Now it's called OP Live. And, you know, and this is a scary situation. Thankfully, I never would have been, like, put in this kind of situation. But so this is something very, very serious. And, you know, my parents never grew up having guns in the house. <clears throat> And I'm not opposed to anybody that has guns at all. But when you have kids, you have to keep them properly locked up. You know, that you have to, you know, you have to protect your children. And so this upcoming weekend on OP Live, I was watching it. And there was this young three-year-old, probably three years old. I maybe a little bit older. I, he was a young kid. And his dad was sleeping in the other room. And I mean, when you have kids that little, you, you can't fall asleep. I know sometimes it's hard. You're tired. They're exhausting. You've got to keep up with them. You know, if you are watching them on your own, you have got to keep up with them. You know, you cannot like fall asleep and make the TV a babysitter. Like, you, you know, you can't do that. But, you know, this dad, he had a gun in the house and the little boy found it while he was sleeping. And the little boy was, you know, he went out in the hallway of his apartment building and was playing with the gun. And, you know, thankfully, I mean, the gun was loaded. So thankfully, he didn't shoot anybody. He didn't shoot himself. He just he just was playing with it because the father claimed he was sick and was sleeping and, you know, the dad probably thought, okay, well, I'll sit him in front of the TV, tell him to sit and watch TV. And a three-year-old is not going to just sit and watch TV. You know, they're going to get curious. They're going to get bored. They need to be on the move. And, I mean, this kid, you know, he's just walking around in a diaper and no clothes on, nothing. And he's wandering out in the hall. And, you know, thankfully neighbors got a video of that. And the, you know, the father ended up going to jail and, you know, child protective services was getting involved. And, you know, I feel bad for the kid. I, you know, if the father really was sick, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, he was sick. But, you know, he had nobody else there to watch the kid, you know, that it's part of being a parent, you know, you, you've got to keep close tabs on your kids because they are, they're fast, they're curious, they're going to get into everything. And the reason I bring this story up is because that's a lot like how my mom was. My mom would just sleep all the time. And while we didn't have guns, I mean... There was knives in the kitchen I had access to. There were prescription pills because, you know, my mom and took prescriptions like for medical purposes. And, 
I could have thought those pills were candy and I could have taken some pills while she was sleeping. I could have gotten into a knife. I could have, I don't know, I could have tried making myself something to eat and not did it right because she never like instructed me on how to do it. There's so many things I, I could have done that I could have been curious about that I didn't do. I just stayed in my room and I did. I would sit and I would watch TV for hours. I would just sit and read books. I would sit and I would talk to my dolls. Or I would listen to music or I would just sleep too. So I think I was, I just feel that I, my mom should feel very, very lucky that I was never really that curious into getting into things I was not supposed to. Maybe I would have played with some toys that I wasn't supposed to, but then I never got those toys. I think at one point I had a paint set. It was like a paint by color book. And I think I did play with that at one time when she was sleeping and I painted on my table and my carpet and myself and, uh, some It went in the book, but also just being a kid, you know, we get a little messy and oh, no, no, that wasn't okay for my mom. She had to wash off the table, God forbid, and wipe off a little paint in the carpet and then I had to get a bath and big deal. You know, a lot of parents are probably thinking big deal. Like I see so many parents that post like videos of their kids doing crafts like coloring painting and I was allowed to color but not really with markers because again it, crayons and pencils didn't really make a mess paint and markers was a no-no I wasn't allowed to have play-doh because again it would make a mess I had play-doh and then I just I really wasn't allowed to play with it everything was put up high on a shelf and I had to ask you know, I had a hot tub for my Barbies and I was never, me and my friends were never allowed to play with it because it would make a wet mess. And a wet mess is just water. Water does not hurt anything. Water is going to dry. If you have to wipe up something, big deal. It's like being a kid, you, you, you're supposed to get messy a little bit. You know, kids are supposed to have fun like that. And I wasn't allowed to do that. And it's like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. I just feel like I sit here and I think about these things. And it's just, it, it's so not fair to me. And I think that's why I have so many health issues today because of this, you know, of how my life was like after high school, my life really just, it went downhill. I really didn't get the opportunity to do much of anything. My mom didn't want me to go to college. You know, she would tell my friends, Tiffany doesn't want to go to college. That was never, ever true, guys. Never true. I never did go to college, but that's because, you know, I have trauma where I, you know, back then this was even now doing Ubers, I will take an Uber with my boyfriend, but I would never take one by myself. 
And when, again, when you have that trauma and that experience of sexual assault, you know, people have feelings about it. And I'm one of those people, I just, I, I can't get comfortable being alone with a stranger. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to, if people want to think I'm making excuses, that's fine. But unless you have gone through what I've been through and maybe, yeah, it's different for everyone. You know, everybody deals with pain differently. Me, I deal with it where I will never, ever take any kind of public transportation ever by myself. I, I won't do it. And so, you know, I was very just, I was limited into the things I could do. I couldn't do anything. And I wouldn't walk anywhere by myself. And my, you know, and it's like my mom kind of would be like, I don't want you walking anywhere anyways. But then it's like, if I want, you know, if I didn't do anything, well, why don't you go out for a walk? But then I'd go for a walk and it's like, well, you can't go by yourself. So, you know, I just, I've been thinking a lot about the past and I'm just wondering if it's, I know now and a lot of my relatives see this too. And they're kind of at the point where they're like done with my mom anyways, because of the way she has treated me. They see how they see how wonderful I'm doing for myself right now and how happy I am and my mom cannot be happy for me. She just she can't. She doesn't really talk to me, do anything for me. Like her life revolves around her boyfriend. And um while I do like her boyfriend, I don't mind him at all. He's very nice to me. She just doesn't want to put me first or show that she really cares about me um, or is happy for me. Um, like when we went on our last vacation this past fall, she didn't even ask, like, she didn't ask if we had a good time or what kinds of things we saw or where we went, what we did. She just is probably maybe I don't even think that she's jealous I don't I don't you know my relatives think she's jealous but I don't think that's what it is I just think my mom does not know how to not be a miserable person and I that stems from her childhood as well and she just never I don't know I Maybe she is jealous. I, I don't think it's jealousy, though. I just think it's she's miserable. She's always been kind of miserable. And so she wants to make everybody else miserable because if she makes other people miserable, then that makes her happy. It's like she kind of does this to her boyfriend as well, like yells at him, kind of is very controlling makes him not feel good about himself. And I think that makes her feel good because she's like in control. And I think that's more so what it is, is she can't control me not having a shitty life anymore. So she just doesn't want to feel proud and happy for me. And that's how I would word it. I don't think that it's jealousy at all. But maybe it is, you know, I'm not really an expert. I, you know, I'm only a certified peer support specialist. I'm not a psychologist. So, you know, I can't particularly say. But, you know, 
I just wish that I just wish my mom could be proud of me. I wish she could be I wish she could be more and could have been more of a mom. I wish my life wasn't the way that it was. I wish I didn't suffer the way that I did and still do. And, you know, I don't know why these, you know, the past has been like weighing so heavily on my mind, but it has. And I, I just, I wish I knew why. I wish I knew why now. And I wish I knew what, what I could do to suppress these feelings. And I guess maybe it's something I can discuss more in therapy, but I just, I don't like, I don't like thinking about it. And I don't like feeling these feelings because even though I know I'm worthy, when I suddenly just feel that way, the past comes to me. And it's it's making it hard for me to try to feel good about myself because then it's like, oh, but this happened when you were a kid. And, but I'm not anymore, you know? And it's just hard for me to, it's really hard for me to grasp that and kind of get past that. Um, but, you know, every day I'm learning a lot and... Every day my life is getting better and I mean this past year alone has probably been one of the greatest ever and I just feel like my life is just, it's going to get better from here and I'm just, I'm really, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to have like discover all these new things and kind of live this life that I am now living and you know, I'm ready, but I'm not ready. I'm ready, but I just lately feel like I'm not ready because, again, the past is just like coming to haunt me. And I, it's, it's just something that I just don't know why I'm, I'm feeling it. And I guess, I guess, too, I just wish that my mom would care. She may think she cares, but she doesn't care. Believe me, she does not care. And I just, I wish, I see how, like, my friends have relationships with their parents. And their parents, like, text them every night or may call them every day and ask them how they're doing. You know, or just making sure that they're okay. And my mom doesn't do that. And true, the phone works both ways, but let me tell you guys something. Every time I call my mom, she's either like out at the bar, out at the casino, or she's like just sitting around maybe doing something and she just gets crabby and mean when I call her and doesn't really want to talk to me. So I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to be the one to pick up the phone and do it first because I have done it and I just, I don't like that it feels like I'm a burden just calling. So yeah, it makes me feel not good and I really, I just, I don't appreciate that and I don't like it 
And I just wish that I could have something different. But I guess enough of that. So coming into the podcast this year, you know, I'm really sorry about the polls and the episodes that we were doing based on that. But as you can see, I mean, by the time I got around to the Stephen King episodes, it was a whole year later. And it's it's really too time consuming for me at this point. They're a lot of fun to make, but, you know, it takes a lot of note taking and research and um, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I will tell you guys that it's a lot to make those episodes and record them. And it, I just don't have the time to dedicate to it anymore. Um, I can always do polls for fun. If that's something you guys would like um, in the near future. But as far as like going to make episodes about it, it's a lot. And I had a lot of fun making the episodes that I did. And I feel like I did more than I even wanted to. I originally, when I started it, I just wanted to do like the childhood shows that I was doing, like with Nickelodeon, Disney, Cartoon Network, you know, PBS back when I did that. But then I got into doing it and you guys really seemed to like the polls. I got great feedback on it. And so I thought, why not? And I guess I didn't realize how much time and effort um, and energy uh, would go into making those episodes. And so I just, I can't do it. I'm sorry I couldn't finish. You know, I didn't really quite finish the Stephen King. And I'm sorry for that. Um, but in the future... If you guys would like some polls, um, we definitely can do them for fun. Maybe briefly discuss them, like maybe the top rated ones. Um, I, you know, I just to go into making a whole episode on like 30 something movies and shows. Just it's it's impossible. It's I we would have been here like another three years later. And <laughs> maybe that would have been cool for you guys, but for me, I just can't dedicate all that time to it. So um polls are definitely never out of the question. They are very fun to do. Um it's just we can't spend as much time into making episodes with them. But they're a lot of fun to do. If that's something you guys would like to see in the future on my Instagram page, I'm more than willing to do that. Um, I've been discussing um, with a few people that have reached out to me that um, would like to do quite a bit of topics on like kindness and um, like self-care and um, maybe some caregiving episodes. Um, so I'm definitely going to reach out to those people um, within the next couple weeks and see if they would be um, willing to join me on some episodes, um, you know, just to talk about some of those things. Because um, I always feel like bringing people on the show, it, it's better it, It's better for the audience it, and it grows the show. And it's also just good to not just not just to have my insight. I mean, you guys can listen to me talk all day long, but when you're bringing somebody else in on the show and they're also giving their input, I think it's really good and it just helps us grow. And I want Tiff totally to grow. And um, 
So I'm really glad that I can probably get some people on the show um, to discuss different things. Um, probably uh, within the next month, I would love to do something in February uh, for that. Um, so, you know, just keep tabs on the Instagram page because that's where I'll be putting a lot of the updates. And... Um, so, you know, yeah, I mean, that's just it. You know, I plan to like at least once a month, maybe twice, um, just kind of check in, give updates, hopefully have some guests on the show um, and just make it totally me, you know, and totally about you guys um, because that's what Tiff Totally is all about. It's yeah, it's about me, but it's also about you guys too. And I I also learn from you all as well. And so I'm hoping you guys learn things from me and I also want to learn from you. And so that's my plan heading into this year and we'll kind of see where it takes us. And, you know, I I'm excited for it. You know, and I'm going to be moving again within the next couple weeks. So end of March, um, early April may be a tough time. Um, I may still do an episode this month, but my schedule may not be. Yeah, I may not be able to fit anything in this month, but I definitely am going to do something in February. I'm going to try to do something in March before I move but then April is the month where I'm going to be pretty busy. I'm going to be settling into getting into moving. And then um, we're going to be leaving for our vacation on the 22nd. And I won't be back until the beginning of May. So April may be a time where we're taking some time off. Because uh, that's going to be a crazy busy month. Um, but other than that, I definitely am going to get some things together for February and not quite sure what those topics are going to be yet. Like I said, I want to reach out to some people. And of course, you guys are always more than welcome to reach out to me too. If you'd like to be on the podcast or if there's anything you think you'd like for me to, you know, like discuss, I'm always willing to look into it. Um, nothing is really off the table as long as we can keep it respectful and clean. Uh, well, clean meaning like I don't want anything X-rated, okay, guys? Um, but I, I'm open to any kind of topics and discussions. It, you know, this is all for me and for you as well. So let's just see where it's all going to take us. But, you know, I definitely plan on having some good shows coming up within the year of 2023. So I think it's it's going to be a great year, you guys. And uh, we'll be having, in, in the middle of May, we'll be having our three-year anniversary. I can't believe it's been three years of TIFF Totally already. But um, I mean, coming into the year 2026, this is season six. Um, as I said, now I'm going to do episodes annually, whereas I was doing it, you know, like by season. Um, but now, so last year was all season five. This is now season six. So season six, 2023, 
let's make it a very great TIFF totally year. And I look forward to doing it with all of you. Um, so with that, um, thank you for listening to me today. I just feel like that's kind of a lot of things I just, I had to vent and it feels good to be able to vent all of what's on my mind to you guys. It, it helps a lot because when these things are weighing heavily on your mind and you don't really know how to tell it to people when you're kind of doing it on a podcast and you're sitting by yourself, you know, people are listening eventually, but it, it just kind of flows. And so it feels good to kind of just talk about it a little bit and hopefully that'll help. I think that'll kind of lift a little bit of the weight off my shoulders. Um, so you know, I appreciate you guys always listening to me and hopefully you, you just, you get an understanding and you learn from me and, um, just remember to just please, please, please also going into 2023, let's just be kind to each other. And I think having a whole episode on kindness is going to be great. We've had a couple before, but we can never have enough. Please let's be kind to each other, please. I mean, it's it's hard out there, and we're all just trying to get by. So let's just be kind to each other. Let's take care of one another, respect each other, and also just be kind to yourselves and take care of yourselves and respect yourselves because if you can't do it to yourself, you can't do it to anybody else. And so that's really important. So with that being said, I will talk with you all soon. Thank you so much for being here and listening to me. It is great to be back. And until next time, bye.